it's the next level. And now for the show that's truly too hot to handle. It's the melting pack, and it starts right now. Well, thank you, Jerome. Hello, my friends. Welcome to the show, The Melting Path, the Next Level Network. Today, uh, we got a little note to do before we get into the stuff, but we're doing Spotify. There's, uh, I'm not talking about the whole issue. I'm doing part of it. The other part will be for the patrons. Yeah, how's that for a tease? Patreon.com slash The Melting Path. Uh... <laughs> Man, there we go. Uh, we got a Reddit thing that I found just this morning, and so that's why we're getting no question or no answers from you because I just found I just thought about it today and found it. So, my B, the person who told the story is not the a hole. Spoiler, sorry, but and I'm gonna really go in. It's like a, it's almost like a pat peeve what that's gonna be. Uh, we got a song from our new friends called "Not My Weekend." Why did I say it like that? I don't know, but anyway, uh, then we'll talk Super Bowl because we're not gonna be able to do it next week because well, I'll explain later. Uh, one other NFL note, and hopefully hearing from the captain, and uh, just to let you know right now, no baseball news, nothing. Uh, I mean, they've had discussions, the players and the and the owners, but uh, not much has come of it, so we're all bummed about that. I am, anyway. And so, yeah, nothing new to report on that front, so now here we go with all of the stuff. Oh, wait, before we do that, uh, yeah, the patrons will be getting this a couple days early and uncut so no coins no music or flyers update either but uh, you get it a couple days early and uh and uncensored so if that doesn't i don't know if that doesn't make you want to give me five bucks a month i don't know what will but uh <laughs> yeah i need some ideas everybody what would you like to see and or hear from my patreon sorry if you hear me adjusting my glasses uh i don't really like how they fit right now so i'm gonna have to go get them adjusted but the contact lenses are the thing man and Woe Man should have done that years ago. Um, yeah, so there you go. That's all the stuff that you need to know for the show. Where were we going? Oh, yeah. Uh, we put it out of order on the card. Sorry, Jerome. That's on me. Uh, so just before we dive into the rest of the stuff here, we started watching the show, Judge Steve Harvey. And it's not a good show. It's really not. It's like it's a, It's terrible. It's an awful program. But I cannot stop watching. I watch it every week. and. Uh, like, I hate that I watch it. I hate it because it's not good. It's just, you know, people arguing about dumb stuff. And then Steve Harvey, my, my man, I'm your man, Steve Harvey. Like, he goes and cracks some jokes and does Steve Harvey things. Uh, I now understand, though, how anyone can get sucked into, like, Jersey Shore or The Bachelor or any of these other... If you're fans of these shows, I don't mean to dump on you, but they're not quality shows, just saying. Or, like, even American Idol. Like, I think that's a terrible show. But anyway... I get it. When I see a show, and I'm like, wow, that sounds terrible. This looks like a terrible show. I get it. I'm like, how do people watch it? Now I know. I don't know what really draws me into this Judge Steve Harvey show, but somehow I can't stop watching and laughing and going like, man, these people are ridiculous. And uh, I, I just, I don't know. I hate that I love it so much because it's not a good show. It's really bad. All right. So I wanted to get that out there, get that off my chest. Didn't want to do a full segment on it, but I understand. If you watch a terrible show, knowing it's awful, I understand now. I get it. We should all stop doing it so they stop making terrible shows, but I get it. It makes sense. It doesn't make sense, but now, like, I'm in it now, so 
there you go with that. All right, on with the show. So someone did ask if I was going to talk about Joe Rogan, what he said about the Spotify thing. Uh, I am, but it's going to be a video on the Patreon. So yeah, that doesn't really fit the show. And I feel like I can go into a bit more if I'm untethered by my own constraints on the show. Does that make sense? Because the show kind of I don't know. It fits into a certain thing, like my mom listens, whatever. And so <laughs> I decided we're going to make that the uh, the Patreon video for next week. Um, there's one already up for this week, so go check that out. And I instead will talk about the Spotify thing. Um, so if you don't know, if you've been living under a rock or not paying attention to things, well, first of all, you probably spent your time doing other things, which is great. Uh, but a couple years ago, a year ago, whenever he did it, Joe Rogan signed a deal with Spotify for his podcast for, you know, $100 million, $200 million, whatever it was. And so um, I'll just say he says a lot of things and presents them as factual, even when they're proven wrong. And he kind of sticks to that and he presents all this, all kinds of different information, right or wrong, but he presents it in a way that makes him sound super smart and then doubles down if somebody tries to correct him. So... I think that's the like the cleanest and fairest way to describe why we're at, in this spot, like why we're here. And yeah, I don't really feel like diving too much into it now, but that's for the patrons. Yeah, you got to pay to hear my extra thoughts because I haven't thought them yet. So, you know, he's uh, talking about COVID, vaccine and all this stuff. And people are upset about it. And they're like, hey, Spotify, like the dude, this dude on your platform is spreading misinformation. So we're going to be out. So people are canceling. Neil Young said, hey, I don't want my music on here when Joe Rogan is there spreading all his stuff. I think Joni Mitchell also bowed out. I think um, there was some other big name who pulled their music from the service or had their mu music pulled from Spotify. And people have followed suit like, hey, we're going to we're going to cancel as well. Like we don't want. And look, it's not like the corporation was going to drop Joe Rogan. Right. He is. uh well, I don't know if I could say a cash cow, because I think they operate at a loss, don't they? But he brings the the earballs and he's uh you know, he's a guy there, right? He's a name, people listen, people stream the thing, whatever. So he's a reason a lot of people use Spotify, right? Is that fair to say? Maybe it's not, but I guess that's what they're thinking. And so there's really no reason for them also, because he is driving business to their platform. So there's no reason for them to drop him, but I don't. I feel like maybe they should be like, "Hey, why are artists leaving because we have Joe Rogan?" I don't. Maybe they're not having that conversation. Maybe they're just like, "Oh, all right, well, Joe Rogan's still here, so we're all good." Maybe they got to make the investment worth it because they paid him hundreds of millions of dollars. Um, and you know, people are canceling, and that's your right to do that. I'm not going to say that you should or should not. You do whatever you want, but. For me, I thought about this. I was talking to uh, our good friend of the show, Luke Mathers, on Quiet Nights. We'll have a new song from them in a couple of weeks, by the way. We've had, we got other things in front of it. So sorry, Luke. Um, and we were saying like, hey, you know, Spotify doesn't really pay their artists and all that. But for me, Spotify is, well, for friends of the show, Spotify, when I say, hey, can you send your music to me so I can listen so we can review it and maybe play it on the show? Nine times out of 10, they're sending me Spotify. And from what I understand, Spotify streams are important to independent artists because they use that to, you know, some of them make money. I mean, Spotify, they don't make it from Spotify, but 
if you say, hey, we have you know a million streams on this new song that came out a week ago, then a promoter or a booker who's trying to put a tour together will say, oh, okay, people like this, people stream this. That means people are going to want to spend money to come see you play. And so as far as I know, and I, I don't have any you know hard data on this, but from people I've talked to, and I've talked to a lot of people about this because I got a big, I got to update the website, I know, but I got a big roster of uh, friends of the show. And yeah, the Spotify streams are important. It gets their songs featured and out there. And then more people download them, giving the band more money. And then based on that, they use that to justify making more records because if they make money from the song, then they can save up money for studio time and make new stuff and release it. And the cycle continues. And then you use that to pay for the tour, pay for the, the studio time, pay for you know the promotion, pay for whatever. And a lot of it kind of goes back to how many people listen to the song. And the easiest way to track that, at least right now, I think probably, is how many people listen on Spotify monthly, daily, total, whatever. And so to me, dumping Spotify because they have Joe Rogan on their platform isn't worth my friends of the show losing a listener or several, whoever's dropping, losing listeners just because, you know, Joe Rogan's on the platform. I could just not listen to Joe Rogan and not really worry about it. And my friends still get their streams when I put them on when I work all day. Right. And again, if you have a song that you'd like me to promote, you want to get the numbers up, you let me know. Everywhere at the Melty Pad, I will stream it for my entire work shift every day until somebody sends me another one. All right. Well, every weekday. Um, so yeah, there's a little PSA. But I, um, yeah, I, I just think that my friends losing stream, yeah, losing stream numbers is not really worth whatever message it might be sending that I cancel my Spotify. Right. I don't know. I don't really know what message it like if me specifically. If I cancel Spotify, what is that saying to the company? Because if I do it, three more people might sign up and it make my cancellation not mean anything. Right. I did see a funny tweet and then we'll wrap on this. Uh, I don't remember who sent it. I don't have I'll you know, once you see something on Twitter, you like it and then the screen refreshes and, and you never see it again. But Somebody said, you know, the fact that Taylor Swift could end Spotify with a phone call. What's going on? Why doesn't she do it? So, yeah, probably. I don't know. Did we spend a lot of time on this? Yeah, kind of. Um, but, yeah, I, I just don't. If you want to cancel your Spotify, you want to stick it to the man, you can do that. Go right ahead. I, however, I'm just going to keep on doing what I'm doing, streaming my friends' music to get their numbers up and hopefully get them into a better spot to be able to make more and release more music so that I can play it on the show and maybe have them on. Right? So. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm not saying one thing is better than the other, but uh, for me personally, I'm going to stick around. You want to cancel it? Go right ahead. If you want to send me a screenshot of you canceling to rub it in my face or something, by all means. I'm on social media at The Melting Pad, so do that. And uh, you want to text it to me, 209-867-7638, by all means, please do. We can have a deeper conversation about this. If there's something I'm wrong about, let me know. And uh, like I said, the Joe Rogan stuff, He, uh, my friend Tom Rankin, who I think listens to the show, so I'm going to leave his name in. Um, he sent me a, I put up a thing about news radio slander and libel and knock it off. News radio was hilarious. And he put up a response from Joe Rogan about all of this that he shared on his Instagram, I think. And uh, I'm going to talk, I'm going to break it down. Uh, I, at least most of it on the, on the Patreon video next week. So there you go. All right. So that's the Spotify thing. It's just like, yes, of course the, the giant corporation is going to 
side with the the podcaster who's bringing them hundreds of millions of downloads or whatever every week over you know an artist who is not bringing in that much but it's like a name like Neil Young's a name but maybe he wasn't bringing in as many streams or as many eyeballs or earballs as Joe Rogan and you know whether that's good or bad in in your eyes is doesn't matter to Spotify it's, it's whatever they want so yeah again do whatever you want um and again, if you have a song you want me to promote, I will stream it all day during my work shift. Okay? All right. There you go. So let's do something funny. That's why I don't do video for the regular show, because I'm just coughing all over the place. Um, let's do something a little more fun. It's not funny, but it's less serious, I guess, maybe, than the Spotify thing. I don't know. Actually, maybe it's not, because this guy's an a-hole. So it's about tipping, and I didn't find this till today, and I also didn't want to read a lot of stuff. So... That's why there's no, I didn't put it up on the thing because um, I, I just found it today. So, sorry, if you want to weigh in, do it on the comments, on the post, or on the, on the whatever, let me know. And we'll, I don't know, we'll have a discussion that way or something. So, I've talked about poor tippers on the show. They're the f- worst people. Like, I don't understand. Maybe it's because they don't understand just how little a waiter or waitress makes. Like, a, I guess, is the proper term server at this point? I don't know. But maybe they don't have any idea just how little a server earns as their base pay. And if you don't know, it's $2.13 or $2.83 or something like that. It's, it's less than $3 an hour in a lot of places. At least, you know what, let me just say in Pennsylvania, it's less than 3 bucks an hour. So they don't make a lot of money unless you actually tip them. And then, yes, you could say, oh, well, the restaurant evens them out or, or tips them out at the end of the day. And then... Yes, everybody gets a share, but then everybody gets less. And the bottom line is servers don't make a lot of money. So that's what you need to know. Maybe there are people who do not realize this. And I feel like this guy knows it and is an a- anyway. So am I the a-hole for tipping our waitress $20 despite her poor service because my date was playing a game with her tips? That's our question. And again, Reddit has already ruled on this, but I wanted to talk about it anyway. So, I met a guy on a dating app. We hit it off. We arranged our first date. Things were going well. We had sat down and started some small chat. Our waitress comes over asking us what we want to order. I say what I want and I gesture to him so he can order. He orders and pulls what I think is about $15 on the table. He says, this is your tip. Every time you mess up, I take some away. We're going to get to that in a second. That's me, not her. All right, continuing. The waitress looked nervous immediately, of course. I'm sitting there a bit shocked, but mostly embarrassed because I was not expecting this. She must have been new as well, because she did spill some drinks on our table that night, gave us the wrong food, and overall just seemed lost. He took away $13. I asked him why I thought he, or why he thought doing tips this way was a good idea. He said it was the best way to ensure good service. When I disagreed, he said, can't always be nice to these people. It's not a respectable job. I hate this guy. Uh, I decided then that I wanted nothing to do with him and called the waitress over to get the bill. I slapped a $20 bill in her hand and got up to pay for my own meal. Later that night, he demanded to know, of course he did, why I had given her the tip despite her poor service, and I told him it's because he decided to treat her livelihood like it was a game. He said because of me, she'll never improve her service and that I'm just a people pleaser. I Okay. Uh, I blocked him, but I wonder, I've wondered ever since if that really was the right thing to do Am I the a-hole? I'll answer the second question first. No, you're not the a-hole. 
And yes, it was the right thing to do. I know that wasn't a question, but yes, 100% the right thing to do. $20 tip, how much was the bill? Maybe that's important. I'm guessing it wasn't that big of a bill. If $20 seems like a good tip, I don't know. Maybe we need more information there, but I have some thoughts. So this guy puts down $15 at the beginning of the meal. So you're already deciding that your baseline is $15 before you know how much the meal costs. That's number one. No, like that's not, I, I may have left right away. Like, what are you doing? Uh, but I guess the shock, I don't know. Um, and then to say to the waitress, every time you mess up, I'll take some away. What kind of f- psychopath says that to a person who's about to handle your food? Listen, let's get by the fact that servers don't make a lot of money. And that's a reason why this is f- right? We know that. That's been established. But this guy has decided... Like, haven't you seen the movie Waiting? Do not with the people who who handle your food. You don't know what she could do to that food back there. I'm not saying that this waitress would do that. I'm not saying that, you know, there are, that every waitress or waiter or whatever is malicious enough to screw with somebody's food. But you kind of have to understand that if you're going to be a somebody's going to mess with your stuff, right? And I, I can't believe that, oh, she said they brought the wrong, the waitress brought the wrong food. I hope that, the waitress didn't spit in the wrong food and give it to someone else by mistake. Oh, no. But, like, don't... Why would you do that to someone who's about to handle your food? I don't understand what the thought process is behind not tipping, being a bad tipper, or being to someone who's handling your food. Never understood it. The dude's a scumbag. Um, just, yeah, going out to eat is a privilege that a lot of people cannot afford. And especially during a pandemic, and then you're going to be... a no. Uh, and then when he said, oh, you can't be nice to these people, it's not a respectable job. So I guess I'd want to know what this guy does for a living, what he considers respectable. And if it's not a respectable job, why are you, uh, what's the phrase I want, what's the wording I want to use here? Why are you encouraging them to keep doing it by going out to the restaurant? Right? Is that, is that fair? Like if you think that they don't have a respectable job, then why are you making them do it, right? Does that make sense? Like you're going out to eat, they're going to they're gonna wait on you and you're going to sit there and treat them like dirt for what? For what? Because they don't have a respectable job in your eyes, but you're making them work and you're watching, you're, you're going there to collect on the fruits of their labor when they bring you your food that someone else made, right? So then what is a respectable job? if not waiting on you hand and foot, right? Does that make sense? I don't know. Um, I just, I really think that, I mean, I've talked about this on the show plenty of times that if you're a poor tipper, I don't think we can be friends because it doesn't make sense. Like you have the money to go out and go for a meal. You should have enough money to tip your wait staff. And, you know, yes, people make mistakes. They're going to make mistakes, especially if you're in their head right at the beginning. Oh, I'm going to take stuff away when you make up, when you mess up. That would make anyone get in their own head and be like, oh, oh my gosh. And especially, you know, if the, the girl said, hey, they might be new. So that on top of this deciding that, hey, I'm just going to be a jerk because that's the kind of person I am. 
Uh, I hope that uh, he does not find happiness. And I hope that, no, for real, I think he's a scumbag. Uh, I hope that his friends never go out to eat with him. Or if they do, that they handle the bill and say, no, no, we got you. So they can take care of all of this. You know, you know what? Uh, I hope no one ever goes out to eat with him again. Because that's a nightmare. And from now on, if you go back to that restaurant, even if you're with someone else, like other friends or whatever, maybe that waiter or that waitress is going to remember you and go, oh, they were with the bad tipper. Like, people remember that. And not in a good way. So then you have to have a weird conversation like, hey, I was with that guy, but nah, he's gone now. I'm going to tip you well. Don't worry about it. Whatever. But And that's weird. But it's just like, no, man. No. Don't do that. So no. Not the Not at all. Not even close. Um, yeah, if you're a bad tipper, I just go I think that's the real way to, to wrap this here. I, it's just... I don't understand what the what the thought process is behind, you know, even though it was explained like it's not a respectable job. What does that even mean? Like, what is a respectable job to this piece of garbage that he can be nice to? Right. Who else does it depend on the I don't know, depend on the like the quality of the restaurant or what? Maybe not. But it's just really strange that people still, you know, today, especially in a pandemic, when you're risking everybody's health, possibly, potentially, and you're going out and you're going to be a d- uh, No, not a fan. That guy's a scumbag. Uh, poster, you're not an a-hole. So there you go. All right. Wow, we got fired up there, didn't we? We did. We did, but that's kind of the point sometimes. So there you go. Um, if you do not like sports, then it's almost your time to get on out of here because we have a new song from our new friends. Well, is it new? It's new to me, new to the show. How about that? Does that make sense? All right. So the band is called Not My Weekend. You can find them on social media at Not My Weekend. I think that's their Instagram. I think their Twitter is Not My Weekend. W-Y-O. Is that it? It'll all be in the show notes. So go check it out over there. And they said, hey, play Honeymoon. I think that'd be the good one to play. So we will do that. The title track from their latest album, which appears courtesy of We Are Triumphant Records. It's our new friends, Not My Weekend. This is Honeymoon here inside the Melting Pat on the Next Level Network.
And there you have it, our new friends. Not my weekend. I almost said honeymoon. That's the name of the song. It's the Melting Pat, the next level network. Again, they appear courtesy. We are Triumphant Records. Yeah, I made a choice on that one. I thought I was going to do the little uh, little riff there, and then I decided to do the main chord progression as my own little mouth riff. So how about that? Not my weekend on social media. And get their record, Honeymoon. It's available now. Again, appearing courtesy of We Are Triumphant Records. Again, maybe just don't tell them about this part. Don't just have them skip over. I don't know if they're going to listen. But thank you very much to our new pals. Hope to play more from that record and from uh, whatever else they put out going down the line. So there you go. That's the song. That's the stuff. If you do not like sports, it is your time to get on out of here because we have football and flyers and that's it. Right? Yeah. So there you go. Next week, we have a guest. Uh, We are talking to, well, we already did talk to Michael from the band Quiet. And (laughs) that'll be funny to you next week, I promise. And then after that, we are going on vacation, but we will have another guest. So we will do all that stuff. So this is why we're doing Super Bowl today and not next week because we have another thing going on. All right. So uh, again, if you hate sports, thanks for coming. See you next time. Have fun. Don't be a moron. And uh, tip your white staff. Okay, there you go. And cancel Spotify if you want or don't. Do whatever you want to do. Uh, for the rest of us, let's talk Super Bowl. We have, can't believe I'm saying this, the Cincinnati Bengals at the Los Angeles Rams. And um, yeah, a lot of people are shocked. Some good, some not so good. But the bottom line is here, there are some good stories, I think. So the Bengals, two years ago, had the worst record in the league. They won two games, and now here they are a couple years later in the Super Bowl, and it's insane. And the Rams, they went all in this year. They went out. They were like, hey, we got to get some stuff going. We got to win. They got a quarterback. They got, uh, did they get someone else? They traded for Von Miller, right? So they shore up their defense a little bit. So the Bengals, they're a year ahead. They got Joey Burr, Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase. Is that his first name? Jamar. I should probably know that. And I just think like two young superstars in the making, and they're already ahead of schedule, I guess, if you can call it that. Because be honest, nobody bought in on the Bengals all year or like from the beginning. They were like, oh, they'll be good, but they're not going to be good, like really good until maybe next year or two. Right. But here they are in the Super Bowl and the Rams. We've talked about it. Matthew Stafford spends 12 years in Detroit, doesn't win a playoff game, I don't think. And just because they were really bad, the Lions. They still are. Sorry, Lions fans. He gets traded to the Rams his first year in Los Angeles. He's had some ups and downs, not going to lie to you. But here he is a win away from a title. And it's kind of amazing. Cooper Cup having maybe the greatest year a receiver can have. And I don't know if that's true, but he's really good. Aaron Donald, maybe the best defensive player in the league. Again, is that true? I don't know. It sounds good, though, right? The Rams have a home game. This game is at SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles. Never happened before last year that the home team gets to play in the Super Bowl in their own stadium. And it's now happened two years in a row because it happened in Tampa last year. The Bucks won. Do we get the same home cooking for the Rams? I don't know. I really don't. I mean, I don't love the Cincinnati offensive line against the Rams defense because the Rams defense, I think, is great, which I've talked about. Uh, but Joe Burrow, man... I like this kid. 
I know, haha, that's our rival, but man, this kid is good. And I get to watch him more often than other teams, I think, because he's a division rival. So I get to see more of him and see how good he really is. Um, to be honest with you, I'll be happy with either team winning here. I know that's kind of lame, but I don't like maybe more for Stafford just because for so long he was on a team that was so bad and run so poorly. I mean, they made their greatest receiver in Calvin Johnson retire early because he didn't want to play for them anymore. Right. And I just don't know. I don't know. Like, I really want to pick the Rams because I really want to see Matthew Stafford get a ring. I mean, either like me picking against them is not going to change that. But, you know, Joe Burrow is a second year. Was he second or third year player? So he's got time and the team around him is really good. So if they don't win it this year, I think they'll be back. But I think I got to roll with Cincinnati. I think I got to step on the train here, get on the wagon, because I didn't roll with them against the Titans. I should have. I had them early in the segment and then switched to the Titans. They proved me wrong. Last week, I stuck with them. Nobody really bought them against the Chiefs, especially in Kansas City. They took care of business. And I know the Rams defense is great, but Stafford has been prone to mistakes. And like he's had a couple of three interception games. And if you do that against Joe Burrow, I mean, against the Cincinnati defense, and then give Joe Burrow the ball more often, he's going to make you pay for it, I think. How many other sports cliches can we use? Um, Yeah, give me Cincinnati. I can't believe I'm saying this, but give me the Bengals to win the Super Bowl. I can't believe it either. So there you go. Um, I know a week early, but, you know, we have a guest next time, so I don't want to bog that down with sports stuff and other things. So we're going to do it now. Oh, by the way, the Madden 99 simulation is done. The Bengals won 20-3. It was a big day for Jeff Blake. And once again, as pretty much happens every year, whatever the over-under is for turnovers, take the over. All right? So if you're making your bets, keep all that in mind. Um, Yeah, and the Bengals, uh, I pick them to win. So there you go with all that. That's your NFL. Well, that's your Super Bowl. Real quick, another note for the NFL. The Washington football team has selected their new name. They will now be the Washington Commanders. I mean, it's fine. I, I don't love it. I actually preferred the Washington football team. I thought that was a solid name, and they should have kept it. But they're going with Commanders, and uh, I don't know. At least it's not racist, right? Is that is that fair? I, I don't know. All right, so there you go. There's your NFL, and there's all the stuff that I have to tell you for today. So we will turn it over, I hope, to the captain. And don't worry, patrons. I'm not going to put in the long thing. If he's not there, I'll just play a sound or something and uh, and get on the way. But for all of uh, you know, all the free people that are listening when the show actually comes out, uh, <laughs> we hope that the captain will join us and tell us all about what's going on with the Fly Guys. It's gotten better, a little bit, a little bit. So good, sir. The floor is yours. Take it away. Thank you, my friend, the Mautic Pat, the Next Level Network, in case you get busy or something. I don't know what you're doing over there, but I appreciate all your hard work as always. And uh, there you go. With all the stuff that we have to tell you for today, that is it, right? We don't have anything else? Yeah, we are good to go. All right, we did it. We handled all of the things. Check out Not My Weekend on uh, social media and their, well, they have like a link tree type thing. So that'll be in the show notes. You can go get all of their stuff in one spot. And uh, check out their album and the song Honeymoon that we played today. And get their album where you get your stuff. It appears again courtesy of We Are Triumphant Records. So there you go. Thank you, my friends. Um, thanks to Reddit for ruling correctly on that Am I the A-hole over there. Because <laughs> uh, if they had gone the other way, man, we'd be in trouble. 
Um, anything else? Yeah, I mean, again, cancel your Spotify if you want. It's fine. Uh, do whatever you're going to do. I just think for me, it's not worth it. All right? So there you go. Not worth friends of the show losing their things because of a message I'm trying to say. I don't know. Anyway, that's the show. We're all good. Thank you so much for listening. Oh, boy. G-Love and Special Sauce with Cold Beverage. They're going to play us out as they always do. Philadelphonic.com for more from them. That's all. This has been an 8-Boiler production. So until next time, my friends, have fun. Be safe. Thank a veteran. Wash your hands. Wear your mask. Get vaccinated and boosted when you can. And of course, don't do anything I wouldn't do. You've been inside the Melting Pat on the Next Level Network. Go crap open a cold one. Yo. Could I get a cold beverage? I need some leverage. A sweaty ass as a lemonade would be nice. Of a fight from the top to a VK. Got a bar crop of drinks, but girls got the bait on the front porch. I got some ice If you like a taste of tea, then come along with me. Summertime is steaming, don't give me no bugs. Glass some ice and a dash up from the S. Martini time. Yeah, yeah, feeling cold. And bring your own beverage. It's me, so it's cold. I like cold beverage, yeah. I like cold beverage, yeah. Please fix me a large slice. Summertime is cool, the heat is getting old. Yeah, I have a beverage, sweet, so it's cold. Cold, 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 cold. You sent me from the bar. Yeah, I like cold beverage, yeah. I like cold beverage, yeah. I like cold beverage, yeah. Uh, Cause I'm feeling kind of boy. Stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge. Stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge. And a friend. Go, girl, work the cold one. Go, girl, work the cold one. What? Go, girl, work the cold one. Go, girl, work the cold one. Yo, when I'm fishing, let's keep one thing clear. The bait's over there, the brew's right here. Two six packs and a big bag of ice. Didn't even get to bite, but the brew tastes nice. nice. Back to the ball. So, every jack of reason, a collada. Need a whole lot of them food drinks to catch me up. But I must tell you, I'm the Kool Aid kid. My drink, please stick it in the fridge, cause I like cold beverage, yeah. I like cold beverage, yeah. I like cold beverage, yeah. Uh-huh, I'm kinda thirsty. I like cold beverage, yeah. I like cold beverage, yeah.